Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss here in studio. Bobby Bear is at the Silver Slipper. We're joined now by Corey Robinson, who's in his third year with the Saints, his second as an assistant coach with the secondary 13 years of coaching experience, the Baltimore native. Corey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So I want to talk a little bit about Alante Taylor. We've, we spoke about him earlier with Coach Allen, but I was – I mean, I don't think I've in – in a football game that I've called, I've talked about – uh, a defensive back being more step in step with his whoever he was 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 guarding and pro football focus had him graded out as like the fifth best defensive back over the weekend he had nine targets three catches but for just 23 yards four forced incompletions and three pass breakups i mean just talk about his progression i mean he's still a rookie but it just doesn't seem like it anymore talk about his progression no, absolutely, man. I'm really, really excited about Alante um, and what what he's been able to do for us and for our defense. Um, you know, we we were really fired up about him throughout the uh, the draft process and getting a chance to know him and evaluating him and really felt like he would fit into what we do. Um, not only you know fit into our our defensive scheme, but also just fit into the culture of our locker room. Um, he's a he's a high high level character guy and a big culture guy, so. No, it's, it's been fun to watch uh, his maturation, man, over these past few weeks and, and uh, what he's been able to put on display. Now, uh, you know, Corey, when I look at, um, you know, one player that to me has stepped up, he got off to a slow start, and I think uh, the Houdat Nation, we kind of spoiled uh, because they were playing at a very high level, that being Malcolm Jenkins retired. And then Marcus Williams, uh, you know, goes to the Ravens. Uh, you can't blame him. Uh, you know, he, he got a big payday. But I think I think Marcus May, you know, it's a combination of Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. But I thought uh, the last couple of weeks uh, that Marcus May has stepped up. Considering it's like uh, fans would actually, where's Marcus May? I said, I don't know. Uh, September, October, he hadn't been there. But as of late, uh, the last couple of games, you look at tackles and his involvement, passes defended, uh, that Marcus May has definitely uh, stepped up his game considering uh, when uh, Mickey Loomis and the Saints, when we get him from the Jets to come here, that he's really stepped up. Yeah, no no question, man. Um, you got to remember, he's coming off of, off of Achilles' injury, man. It's sometimes it just takes time for guys to really just get going. I mean, we've been – We've been pleased with Marcus, man. He's just been a, a really, really solid, you know, sound, um, consistent guy in the room as far as just knowing what you can depend on. I know he's banged up a little bit early in the year uh, with the rib injury and missed a few games. But I think just being able to put a few weeks together, um, being out there, him and, and Tyra and those guys getting the communication down and just really understanding what, what you know, what they can do within our scheme. Um, it's really, you know, paid dividends. And, and I think, you know, you'll continue to see uh, that the entire secondary continue to, to grow together now that we've got, you know, kind of those guys together for a few weeks uh, strung together now. And then they'll begin to continue to flourish. And, um, you know, Marcus is a, a big part of that. Um, he's a very smart player, instinctive. Um, again, we were excited about him in free agency and, and thought he would bring a lot to the table for us. So it's good to continue to see him, like I said, you know, rise to the occasion and get better within the scheme. Now, uh, you know, Corey, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Paul Sidadibo was unbelievable to me in training camp. Uh, but, you know, uh, do you ever break down, okay, like, uh, are we too hands-on, too handsy as far as 
officials might call that because a lot of times when we watch pre- uh, training camp practices and Paul Sudadivo might have a pass breakup, you know, they, we don't have the officials there every day. And so, you know, you get all excited. Oh, great, the pass breakup. But then in the game, they might call that, depending on the officiating crew and how they're going to call the game. So, so how do you challenge players like Paul Sudadibo, who has a lot of upside coming back from an injury and also to be able to be uh, amongst the best? Because uh, I tell you what, uh, uh, we looked at the training camp and said, who had a better training camp than Paul Sudadibo? Nobody. But you don't want to be all like uh, Airline Highway in August. We've got to do that in the season. So how do y'all break that down with Coach Richard and all and yourself as far as, like, uh, when you film the practices or a game and what officials might call and you can't get away with? And you want to be aggressive, but you have to know that fine line. No, absolutely. Um, you know, our, our style of play is, um, you know, man, we, we're going to challenge. We're going to challenge receivers at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, we, we play press press a lot in this defense. And, um some of that is managed the cost of doing business uh, when, when you're up and you're challenging and, and, and being aggressive uh, with receivers at the line of scrimmage. And so a lot of that has to do with, again, our style of play um, and just the way that we play. Receivers know and the offenses know when they when they come to the Dome or, or when they line up against uh, New Orleans Saints defense that it's going to be a day that they're going to have to compete, um, you know, to get, any, to get anything. And so we encourage that. Now, obviously, fundamentals and techniques, um, you know, always are, are the most important part of what, what we do because um, it's how we do what we do. And, um, you know, with Paulson, man, he's a young player, he's continuing to just work the technique and improve in those areas so that, you know, we stay away from hurting the team um, by, again, going out there, being aggressive and, and playing the style that we ask these guys to play. Uh, but, but, you know, he works at it harder than anybody. And, um, you know, again, some of that stuff is just the cost of doing business, man. We just line up and play the next play. So, Coach, I know you're – I mean, most coaches, I mean, you, you make your own luck, right? I mean, it, it is what it is. But for whatever reason, that, that oblong ball just has not bounced the Saints way much this year. And when you – and Justin Evans and Bradley Roby had, had a pretty quiet game uh, up until that final play uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, and to find when you saw that happen, it finally – man, it had to be a good feeling. Finally just kind of got big hit by Justin and Roby was in the right spot. Yeah, you know, it started with, you know, DA talking to the team all week, man, just about, you know, when 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 they call you when they call your phone, man, you gotta answer the call. You know, meaning, you know, when the play is out there to be made, you know, we gotta make it. And so we talked at halftime, man, that man they they they, they calling us, you know, it's raining. It's raining. Like who's gonna answer? And so being able to come up with that that takeaway, um, obviously was huge at that point in the game. But I thought we had opportunities to take the ball away, multiple opportunities, and we just got to take advantage of that. You know, we got to cash in uh, on our opportunities. We got our hands on on the football a lot uh, with a lot of pass defense. All right, but, again, we got to take advantage of that and try to come away with it. But, again, we're always encouraging takeaways and, and, and really, you know, emphasizing that. That's been an emphasis, you know, even going back to OTAs and, and training camp. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, it is what it is. But when they come, man, one of the things that, that Chris always stressed to the, to the unit when they come, they come in bunches. And so, man, once we get our hands on it, you know, we, we expect to, again, have more takeaways and, and to get the party started a little bit. Now, uh, you know, Corey, uh, the fans have asked me because I think uh, he's amongst the best in the National Football League, that being Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, are we going to see him uh, towards the back end of the season, maybe against Cleveland or, or, or sometime? 
Uh, I mean, uh, you know, he's limited or, or where is he at? And I, I'm going to tell you this, and I think I've witnessed a lot of football, and I can tell you with Lattimore, I've seen him go against a bunch of receivers, and the only player that I saw get the better of him was Justin Jefferson. Um, we played the Vikings, who's gotten the best of, of a lot of cornerbacks or, or DBs. But other than that, uh, the Saints fans be like, the hell, uh, we need Lattimore out there. So where is he at? Is he ready to come back this season or what? You know, he's battling through through injuries. And, um, you know, again, he's working hard every day with the training staff and rehabilitating and just trying to get himself ready to go. So I think as soon as he's ready to play and he's cleared to play, um, he'll be back out there. Um, until then, I don't I don't have that timeline. Until then, uh, man, we, we just as a group supporting him and, and just working hard to, to continue to keep that, you know, that style of play and that standard that we operate with uh, at a high level uh, in, in his absence. Uh, but, again, we, we all love to see him out there and back out there. Uh, again, it's just got to take its course. And, again, the training staff and the medical staff have done a great job with him and um, trying to get him back. So, hopefully that happens soon. So, Corey, uh, you're from Baltimore. You played college ball yeah. at Central Connecticut State in the Northeast. And so you've been around some cold weather. But Saturday they're expecting like 15 degrees as the high. Feels like temperature like 2 or 3 degrees. Maybe some snow, maybe some precipitation. And so how do you prepare you know, a secondary for, first off, natural grass conditions, so you're outside. And, I mean, how, how, how do you uh, implement, you know, that kind of uh, stuff into the game plan this week? I mean, you know, football is a game that's, you know, again, most time, most of us grew up playing it outdoors and then the elements, you know, we're fortunate here to play in the Dome and in great weather here in southern Louisiana. So, you know, we don't deal with it, but, you know, you got to take it on the road and sometimes you're going to you're gonna have to face, um, again, the, the, the elements. Um I just think these guys are pros, you know, and, and as coaches, we're pros, and got to go out there and do our job, and um, it's just a part of it. You know, I think we got a, a manual from our equipment team down there today just giving us all kinds of tips. I think it includes, like, you know, wearing extra socks and two-pair underwear and, you know, all types of things so that we can stay warm. So I think if we follow that, that protocol or that manual closely, uh, we'll be able to be just fine out there in the, in the elements. Well, we'll be there with you, my friend. Best of luck. Thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, good luck in Cleveland on Saturday. Keep it going. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Corey Robinson, assistant defensive back coach for the Saints. Thank Bobby Bear as well. Bobby, as always, thank you, my friend. All right, Hawes. When we come back, we'll go back to the Silver Slipper. We'll be talking with Mike Dettelier, Monday Night Football, Rams and the Packers, and what will conclude the wackiest week of NFL football in history. Back after a break, it's the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.